Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Exodus 10. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray as we read this chapter we would completely surrender ourselves to you, that we would not hold back or try to bargain with you. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Exodus 10. And Yahweh said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh, for I have made his heart insensitive and the heart of his servants in order to put these signs of mine in his midst, so that you will tell in the ears of your child and your grandchild that I dealt harshly with the Egyptians, and so that you will tell about my signs that I have done among them, and so you will know that I am Yahweh. And Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh, and they said to him, Thus says Yahweh the God of the Hebrews, Until when will you refuse to submit before me? Release my people so that they may serve me. But if you are refusing to release my people, look, I am about to bring locusts into your territory tomorrow, and they will cover the surface of the land, and no one will be able to see the land, and they will eat the remainder of what is left, what is left over for you from the hail, and they will eat every sprouting tree belonging to you from the field, and your houses will be full and the houses of all your servants, and the houses of all Egypt, something that your fathers and your grandfathers never saw from the day they were on the earth until this day. And he turned and went out from Pharaoh. And the servants of Pharaoh said to him, Until when will this be a snare for us? Release the men so that they may serve Yahweh their God. Do you not yet know that Egypt is destroyed? And Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh, And he said to them, Serve Yahweh your God. Who are the ones who are going? And Moses said, With our young and with our old we will go, with our sons and with our daughters, with our sheep and goats, and with our cattle we will go, because it is the feast of Yahweh for us. And he said to them, Let Yahweh be thus with you as soon as I release you and your dependents. See that evil is before your faces. No, indeed, just the men go and serve Yahweh, since that is what you are seeking. And he drove them out from the presence of Pharaoh. And Yahweh said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt with the locusts, so that they may come up over the land of Egypt, and let them eat all the vegetation of the land, all that the hail left behind. And Moses stretched out his staff over the land of Egypt, And Yahweh drove an east wind into the land all that day and all night. The morning came, and the east wind had brought the locusts. And the locusts went up over all the land of Egypt, and they settled in all the territory of Egypt, very severe. Before it there were not locusts like them, nor will there be after it. And they covered the surface of all the land, and the land was dark with them, and they ate all the vegetation of the land, and all the fruit of the trees that the hail had left. And no green was left in the trees, nor in the vegetation of the field in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh hurried to call Moses and Aaron, and he said, I have sinned against Yahweh your God and against you, and now forgive my sin surely this time, and pray to Yahweh your God, so that he may only remove from me this death. And he went out from Pharaoh, and he prayed to Yahweh. And Yahweh turned a very strong west wind, and lifted up the locusts, and thrust them into the Red Sea. 
and not one locust remained in all the territory of Egypt. And Yahweh hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he did not release the Israelites. And Yahweh said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward the heavens, so that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, and so that a person can feel darkness. And Moses stretched out his hand toward the heavens, and there was darkness of night in all the land of Egypt for three days. No one could see his brother, and because of it, no one could move from where they were for three days. But there was light for the Israelites in their dwellings. And Pharaoh called Moses and said, Go, serve Yahweh. Only your sheep and goats and your cattle must be left behind. Your dependents may also go with you. And Moses said, Even if you yourself put into our hands sacrifices and burnt offerings, and we offer them to Yahweh our God, our livestock must also go with us. Not a hoof can be left, because we must take from them to serve Yahweh our God. And we will not know with what we are to serve Yahweh until we come there. And Yahweh hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he was not willing to release them. And Pharaoh said to him, Go from me. Be careful not to see my face again, because on the day of your seeing my face, you will die. And Moses said, That is right. I will not again see your face. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. We've had seven plagues already in the previous chapters, which seems like they would be enough for anyone. But God tells Moses that he has made Pharaoh's heart insensitive, for the purpose of showing these signs, so that the Israelites will know who he is. So Moses and Aaron go to Pharaoh to announce the eighth plague. They again demand that Pharaoh release the Israelites to go serve God, and this time they promise a plague of locusts. This may not seem like a big deal to us today, but actually a locust invasion has been a major problem in the past. Every once in a while, there is a population boom of grasshoppers, and they suddenly go into swarm mode, Locusts can fly, and they aren't great at flying, so they travel with the wind. And when they land, they eat everything green. A single grasshopper doesn't eat that much. They eat much more when they are in swarm mode. And when you multiply that times millions of locusts, you have total destruction. There will not even be a single green thing left in the path. Grass, plants, tree leaves, all gone. And Moses says this will be a bigger and worse locust swarm than Egypt has ever seen. So Pharaoh's advisors tell Pharaoh that Egypt is already destroyed, and this new plague will just make a bad situation worse. So Pharaoh brings Moses and Aaron back and asks them who will be going on this worship trip. Moses says everyone, including the women and children and animals. So Pharaoh says no, only the men can go, and he kicks Moses and Aaron out. Then God directs Moses to call for the locusts, and a wind came up and brought the locusts. It doesn't say specifically that the Israelites' lambs were spared this plague, and it probably didn't matter too much because the Israelites would be leaving soon. So the locusts ate all the greenery in Egypt. So Pharaoh calls for Moses and Aaron and admits that he has sinned and asks for the removal of this death, as he calls it. Now, no one directly died from the locusts, as far as I know, but indirectly, the loss of all their crops would lead to starvation. So Moses prayed to Yahweh, and Yahweh turned the wind around, 
and all the locusts were blown into the Red Sea. Note, this is also a foreshadowing of something to come. Then, the ninth plague comes unannounced, like the third and sixth plagues, the plague of darkness. It says that the Egyptians couldn't see their brother, so this was very dark. But the Israelites could see in their area. We don't know the physical technique that God used to accomplish this plague. Some people have suggested a sandstorm, but that wouldn't be total blackness. The darkness lasted for three straight days. So Pharaoh called Moses and tells him they can go. Now, I think that this is the first time Pharaoh has told him that they can go without trying to stop a current or threatened plague. This is because Pharaoh has recognized that God can call down any plague any time. So it seems that Pharaoh is believing a little bit. But then Pharaoh says they have to leave the animals behind. So Pharaoh does agree that the women and children can go. Moses tells Pharaoh that they have to take animals to sacrifice, and they don't know which ones God will want them to sacrifice, so they have to take all of them. Then it says that Yahweh hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he refused. In fact, Pharaoh tells Moses never to see him again, because he will have Moses killed if he sees him again. And Moses agrees that he won't see Pharaoh again. And now for a deeper dive. We see Pharaoh trying to work a deal and slowly giving in a little in this chapter. Do you think that you can work a deal with God? I had a boss one time who said that he had a deal with God. He didn't elaborate on the deal he thought he had with God. The truth is, there's only one deal that you can make with God, and that is his terms. God doesn't accept our terms, and he doesn't bargain. God only accepts unconditional surrender but he's also very merciful to those who do surrender. The devil will be happy to bargain with you, and the devil will accept almost any terms, if you will serve him. But once he has you, he will happily change the terms of the deal that you thought you had. If we think that we have worked out a deal, I'm afraid that our deal is probably with Satan rather than God. So... Is there anything that we are refusing to surrender to God? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.